Hello, I'm Ray, and this is The Kitchen. In episode three, we talked about the foods that I keep stocked up on for cooking. In this episode, I'm going to cover baking, all of the goods I keep on hand, and what kinds of delicious treats I like to make. Let's head into the kitchen. So I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of an idea of what my podcasting is looking like tonight. I am getting over a head cold, so if I, stou- if I sound a little stuffy, that's why. I am sitting in my walk-in closet, and I'd heard other podcasters, like, when they start out, they record in their closet, but carpeting on the floor, clothing on some of the walls makes the acoustics better. I had a hankering for espresso tonight. I kind of wanted like a latte, a hot or an iced one, but being seven o'clock at night, (laughs) I figured maybe that not be what I do so that I can ensure I go to sleep tonight. So I have an iced matcha tea latte in a Moscow mule mug crazy I know Um, I don't know something about Moscow mule mugs and wine glasses I I enjoy drinking things out of those more anywho let's get into today's topic Um, so for baking what do I keep in my pantry and uh, well I don't have a pantry in my cupboards and in my fridge and freezer so let's start out with the dry ingredients flour, all-purpose flour, whole wheat flour, oatmeal, white sugar, brown sugar. Now, brown sugar might technically be a wet ingredient because you make brown sugar by adding molasses to it. And so in recipes, you tend to mix the brown sugar in with your wet ingredients. So it, it went on my dry ingredient list, but It might technically be a wet ingredient. And then yeast. I have active dry yeast. It's usually, it has the, it's um, the red packets or it's the little glass jar with the red top. Um, Whatever kind of yeast, but I have yeast. And then cocoa powder and chocolate chips. Now, I always had chocolate chips in the kitchen growing up because we would put them in our oatmeal And so chocolate chips were always available for whatever you wanted to use them for. And uh, I didn't realize until I got older that not everyone keeps chocolate chips in their house at all times, which I mean, at this point, I really think you should have chocolate chips in your house at all times because why not? You never know when you might want to use them. Um, But they're uh, always in my kitchen. And then still, on the dry side of things, but if we get into the category of spices, salt, well, yes, I think salt is, is salt technically a spice? Um, 
And then I have baking powder and baking soda, which aren't spices, but they're dry ingredients. Baking powder and baking soda. Back to the spices. Uh, cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg. I don't currently have cardamom, but it's the next spice that I want to add to my spice collection. Just nerdy baker things and ground cloves. So my cinnamon, my ginger, my nutmeg, and my cloves are all dry ground versions. I don't keep any like whole nutmeg seeds, pods, whatever they are. I don't, I don't usually, I've never kept fresh nutmeg to make freshly grated nutmeg, but if that's how you want to do it, more power to you. Fresh is always best, but dried is always handy. And then dried herbs and like garlic powder and onion powder. And hang on with me, we'll talk about why I have those savory spices in my list for baking. And then if we move on to our wet ingredients, I have vanilla extract and almond extract. There are a ton of different extracts that you can keep on hand, but vanilla is the one that every baker has on hand no matter what. And then almond extract, I enjoy the flavor of, so I keep that on hand. Then I have peanut butter, and we can add brown sugar to this list if it technically is a wet ingredient. Molasses, which I don't use very often, um, but I do like to make like gingerbread cookies or molasses cookies like once a year. And it can be used as a substitute for like a sweetener sometimes, so. Not everyone will be using molasses, but I have it on hand. And maple syrup. Again, an alternative sweetener. Oh, let's add honey to the list too. Honey and maple syrup. They can be used as sugar substitutes. You'd use a different ratio than the amount of sugar that it calls for, but maple syrup and honey I keep on hand. And lastly for well, not lastly. One ingredient that is canned that I keep is pumpkin puree. Not pumpkin pie filling, pumpkin puree. Again, it's just the things that I know that I like to bake. I keep a can of it on hand. It lasts a long time. It's ready when I want to use it. I have a recipe for pumpkin pancakes that I really enjoy, but also like pumpkin breads, pumpkin muffins, it's just something that I know I'll use, so I keep it on hand. And then if we head into our fridge, I always have milk and I don't always have lemon juice, but it's nice to have either lemon juice or white distilled vinegar on hand because in a pinch for like pancakes, you can make a buttermilk substitute by adding a tablespoon of lemon juice or white vinegar to your milk and that will help simulate the effects that buttermilk has on your recipe. And then I always have butter or a plant-based butter, eggs, and if you aren't eating eggs, a ton of recipes call for eggs. So you can keep on hand uh, ground flaxseed, which I keep eggs and ground flaxseed on hand, um, but you can make a flax egg. So a flax egg would replace a chicken's egg, a large chicken's egg. You take three tablespoons of water 
to one tablespoon of ground flaxseed. You let it sit for maybe five minutes and it congeals a little bit. And then that gives, simulates the same effects in your recipe that, or similar effects in your recipe that an egg would. And then maybe some cheese or a couple different types of cheese. Again, we'll talk about it. And then sometimes you don't always think about this when you think about baking, but fruit and vegetables. So I might keep on hand um, a frozen berry, like blueberries or raspberries, fresh carrots, maybe zucchini, apples, and bananas. So I know those are just the things that I personally keep on hand for me to be able to bake the things that I know I like to bake or I might like to bake. But what are the things that I haven't mentioned that you keep on hand for the baking that you like to do? Leave me a comment, uh, DM me, I'll leave my social medias down below in the show notes for you guys. But I would love to hear what you have that I don't have and maybe it's something that I would like to start keeping on hand for baking. Now let's talk about what can we make with all of these, all of these individual ingredients. So let's think about bread for a second. If you think about bread, you might think of like a simple, a simple loaf of bread, like wheat bread. So you can make a simple wheat bread with flour, salt, yeast, and oil. Can you make it with just water and no oil? I'll have to think about that. But you can make bread with just like four ingredients. Um, but then you can just tweak it from there. You can make a sweeter bread in which you would add some sugar, maybe some cinnamon. Um, my brother-in-law has this awesome recipe for a cardamom bread and it is delicious. It's really a subtle flavor, but ah, delicious. <laughs> I love that bread. Again, we can get into the more sophisticated breads, if you want to call them for sweet. You can do like um, a blueberry bread, a pumpkin bread, a zucchini bread, all sorts of different sweet breads you can make. And I have a couple of recipes over on my Recipes with Ray YouTube channel that if you're interested in, head on over to YouTube and check those out. Again, I'll link my YouTube channel down below in the show notes for you guys. Staying with bread, let's talk about savory breads. Have you ever had like an Asiago bread? Just where there's, it's savory and it's got cheese in there and maybe some onion flavor. Yum. So that's where I mentioned like keeping some cheese on hand would be awesome. Whether it be cheddar, Parmesan, Asiago, what have you. And then when I mentioned the herbs and maybe the garlic powder and onion powder, putting those into a bread and having like this nice savory herbed loaf, delicious. There's this one recipe that my sister used to make. It's this garlic bubble loaf. And I think you could make your own like homemade bread dough. But the one time I made it, I used botten like buttermilk biscuits and cut, cut up the biscuits. But then you make a mixture of melted butter and then dried herbs and spices. And then you roll each of your biscuit ball in that herbed butter and then you bake it. So wonderful. I might have to make that one for you guys. I'll make a note of that on my YouTube channel. So 
so many options with baking breads. Similarly to breads, we have muffins. Now, I have a couple of my favorite muffins, um, but again, you can do banana nut muffins, blueberry muffins, chocolate chip muffins, lemon poppy seed muffins. I didn't put poppy seeds on my list of ingredients that I keep around, but you could add that to your list if you like to have lemon poppy seed muffins. Super versatile, but again, your basis for muffins, you have flour, sugar, baking powder and or baking soda, salt, and then your wet ingredients, you probably have maybe some butter, maybe an egg or two, maybe milk, just to make your wet batter, and then you mix in whatever you mix in. Uh, don't quote me on that. <laughs> don't quote me on that recipe, but it's super easy to, like most muffin recipes, you're going to have the same basic ingredients, and then you're just gonna have different ingredients to tweak and achieve what flavor you're going for. So a couple of my favorite muffin recipes are, um, I have this oatmeal muffin recipe. Um, so there's a basic oatmeal muffin batter, but to it you can add chocolate chips or blueberries or whatever other fruit you want to add in. And again, that recipe is on my YouTube channel. Um, and then I have another one that is carrot and apple muffin muffins. So there's grated, carrot and grated apple in there and another one is peanut butter banana muffins Ooh, those are mighty tasty again those recipes are on my youtube channel i'll link it down below more sweets we can move on to cakes cupcakes pancakes same basic ingredients flour sugar salt baking powder baking soda eggs possibly milk so in your pantry ingredients, majority of what I mentioned, those staples, you're going to be able to create many, many different varieties of baked goods. Um, cakes, cupcakes, pancakes, pretty self-explanatory, but we can go down to cookies. So you have your classic chocolate chip cookies. So that's one perk of always having chocolate chips on hand, along with, of course, butter, sugar, flour, baking powder, baking soda, salt, chocolate chips, is you can just whip up a batch of chocolate chip cookies, no problem. You don't have to go to the store for anything that you're missing. Um, but there's so many different types of cookies you can make. Sugar cookies, peanut butter cookies, um, chocolate. Ooh, there's this quadruple chocolate cookie recipe that my mom made while I was in college. So it's this cookie but it has chocolate pudding mix, cocoa powder, chocolate chips, and then dark chocolate, like a baking, a dark chocolate chocolate bar cut into chunks and into a cookie. And they are rich and dense and chewy and fudgy. And oh my goodness, that one I definitely have to make for you guys on my YouTube channel if you guys aren't subscribed head on over i am shamelessly plugging my channel today um but i'm gonna i want to put those quadruple chocolate cookies on my list of recipes to make with you guys so that's why i always keep peanut butter on hand chocolate cocoa aside from your basic 
flour, sugar, baking powder, baking soda, salt. I always have those little extra things that you may not always have on hand. So again, these are just, I know that I like these flavors of chocolate and peanut butter and like cinnamon, maybe banana. So I always, I tend to always have those ingredients on hand. So your pantry staples for baking might just be a little different from what I've talked about today. Um, because then we can get into crumbles and brownies and bars. So crumbles, um, I have an awesome video showing you how to make a Dutch apple crisp. So the crumble on top, not all crumbles, but this crumble had oatmeal on top, but most crumbles are made with butter, flour, brown sugar, cinnamon, maybe a pinch of salt. That's a pretty basic ingredient list for a crumble. And then sometimes oatmeal in addition to that. So oatmeal is a staple in my diet. So it's easy, I keep it on hand and then I have it for when I'm baking. And oatmeal is dry so it keeps a long time in your house so you don't have to worry about it going bad. It's not like fresh produce where if you don't use it or, or preserve it somehow, it's going to go to waste. Um, so back to crumbles. I don't always have frozen fruit on hand, um, but there's a mixed berry cobbler that, mixed berry cobbler, any cobbler, oh, so delicious. Can you just, just imagine it for me? Imagine it with me for a moment. You have, think of your favorite fruit or your favorite combination of fruit with this sweet, buttery crumble on top, warm out of the oven with a scoop of vanilla ice cream on it or next to it. Is your mouth watering? Because mine is. <laughs> So crumbles for me take a little bit more planning, just making sure that I have the fruit that I need for the crumble or the crisp that I want to make. But I always have the pantry staples on hand to create the topping for it. And then lastly, brownies and bars. When I think of bars, I think of like whatever I can make as a cookie, I can make as a bar or vice versa. Um, so you have your flour, your sugar or sugars, butter, egg, salt, baking powder, baking soda, vanilla extract. I've forgotten vanilla extract for, the, for these other categories. Vanilla extract you're going to find in just about every sweet thing you're baking. Not everything, but like all of the basics, like maybe muffins, probably muffins, cakes, pancakes, cookies, but same basic ingredients. And then if you go to brownies, the only additional pantry staple that you may not use necessarily in your cakes and your cookies is cocoa powder. I always have cocoa powder on hand. Again, it lasts a relatively long time. It stays fresh. Does it stay fresh? It doesn't go bad very quickly. So I think of it like I think of my flour in terms of longevity. Now, if I'm wrong and cocoa powder goes bad fast, let me know. I've, I haven't experienced bad cocoa powder in my days yet. We'll see what the future holds. But yeah, that is 
Those are the basics of what I keep in my pantry for baking. And those are the staple categories of what I like to bake. So breads, muffins. I don't make a lot of cakes and cupcakes right now, but pancakes, cookies, crumbles, brownies and bars. Now, I typically don't make homemade brownies. I still truly enjoy a boxed brownie mix from the grocery store. There's something about it that a lot of times I don't find homemade brownies as good as the boxed brownies. So on that note, if you have a brownie recipe that you think trumps the boxed brownies out there, send it to me if you're willing to share your recipe. Again, I will leave my social medias down below. You can DM me. But yeah, again, if there's any pantry staples that I missed that you think are essential, let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode and you want to hear more from me, I'd appreciate it if you would follow the show wherever you're listening. Right now, The Kitchen with Ray is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and it's also up on my Recipes with Ray YouTube channel. So I'd be grateful if you would follow and also if you would rate and review The Kitchen with Ray. I would much appreciate it. Whether you like it or not, and if there are things you'd like to hear me talk about, you can leave that in your review or you can DM me. This podcast is for you guys. On that note, I will leave you all with this. Jesus loves you and he wants a relationship with you. And accepting Jesus as your savior doesn't guarantee an easy life, but it guarantees you hope no matter what's going on. I'm going to leave a passage of scripture down below in the show notes for you guys to go read if you feel led to do so. And thank you all for listening, and we'll talk next week.